Namaste viewers. Welcome to Jaipur Dialogue USA. Uh, today is in America. It's called Father's Day. It's a very important day in America. And uh, wishing all the viewers and everyone around the world a very fa happy Father's Day. Observation, celebration, and a sense of responsibility that we must carry as fathers. Let's get to the topic. You know, Aaj Ki Tariq Mein, we know that somewhere along the line, rightfully, wrongfully, or otherwise, Hindus are under attack. And it almost appears that there seems to be no solution. The attack is so real, is that, you know, if you ignore it, you are doing it at your own peril. That's also very important. I have greatest of pleasure in welcoming the world famous Sanatani, Mr. Arif Ajakia Ji. Namaste Arif Ji. Welcome to the show. Hello. Are you there, sir? Abhi to mulakat hui thi? Yes. Namaskar. Welcome to the show, Arif Ji. Aapko sari dunia janti hai. India mein, America mein, UK mein sab jaga jante hai. To ye jo samasya hai, Hindu phobia ki, iska mazak aisa hai, it is an unfortunate, sad and serious joke that we can't afford to ignore. Or, uh, you know, you know this story. You know the whole thing very well. You know it very well. So today we have to think that we understand the problem. Where is solution? Who will lead the solution? What must Hindus do? And let's focus on that part. Is to offer a potential solution to the problem. You are the only one. Thank you for inviting me. The reason is that this is an international society. Pakistan decided that we had to leave the country. We had to leave the country. We had to leave the तो ये खाली पाकिस्तान नहीं एक इंटरनेशनल नेक्सस है आपको याद होगा आपके अमेरिका में लास्ट ईयर सितंबर में एक डिसमेंटलिंग ग्लोबल हिंदुत्व नाम से कॉन्फ्रेंसेस कराई गई थी बड़े-बड़े स्कॉलर्स बड़ी-बड़ी यूनिवर्सिटीज को हायर किया गया है पूरे थिंक टैंक्स लगे हुए हैं मुझे कोई ये बता दे कि हिंदुत्व एक्सट्रीमिज्म की बात करने वाले ये बता देंगे कितनी कॉन्फ्रेंसेस इन्होंने इस्लामिक एक्सट्रीमिज्म पे की because in fact there is Islamic extremism, there is no Hindutva extremism. Uh, there is no evidence of a terrorist attack by Hindus, be it a suicide bomber, be it a car bombing, anything. Then why they are calling it Hindutva extremism? There is no conversion by force in Hinduism. Well, there is in Islamic, but they are not talking about the real extremism, the real threat. They are talking about Hindutva. It means that they have some fear and they uh, want to stop the uh, progress made by India under uh, Prime Minister. Now, apart from international controversy, there are local Bharatiya inside the India, some organs. For example, like Pakistan, they will war with India because they cannot win. There are politicians of India in opposition who have uh, who, who know that they cannot beat Prime Minister Narendra Modi in elections. 
So now they have decided to stop by force any good thing done by Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Sometimes they do it on the name of Islam or religion. Sometimes they do it on the name of language, ethnicity, caste system, whatever they can, they do. Now we saw this immediately after 2019 election. Prime Minister Narendra Modi imposed his manifesto. Because he promised some things in elections. So he started with Article 370, Ram Mandir, Triple Talaq. But when he came to Citizen Amendment Act, all these people, with the help of international conspirators, gathered and we saw Tukra Tukra gang occupying Delhi for so many days. And then after that, we saw farmers' law which was in the interest of country, which, which was in the interest of people. But we saw for one year, the capital of India was occupied by people. And who was speaking for them? Washington Post, New York Times, Rihanna, Mia Khalifa. I mean, what they, do they have to do with a local farmer's law in India? Now, on the name of Nupur Sharma, which was, there was no issue. But they created an issue and they internationalized immediately with the help of Rana Ayub and Arfa Khanam and some yellow journal, journalism uh, uh, people. And then now they brought this uh, Agnipath. Now, what is wrong with Agnipath? The people who are uh, burning trains, they even don't know what is this Agnipath because I have spoken to so many army men and they all say that this is a, a, a very good initiative for young people to join army and there is nothing that they will be expelled from army after four years because they say that more than 25% will remain in the army and the remaining now for example a 17 year old lad joins army he can, uh, can complete his graduation during these four years after four years he will leave army with a package uh, of uh, more than a million rupees, graduate and a priority to join police force, government forces. Now, for example, yesterday Rajnath Ji has announced that 10% in defense ministry will be reserved for these people who will come out of Agnipath program. So this is such a wonderful program. Why Pakistan is opposing? If Pakistan is opposing it, it means it is a good thing. So it is an international conspiracy. Now you said that how to overcome it. Uh, well, I will say that jab hathi bazar se guzarta hai, to kutte to bhongte hai. So let them bark. And uh, these things will happen. And we have a, a yogi formula. And yogi formula is very good formula. Yogi ji removed more than 100,000 loudspeakers from UP without any violence, without any protest. Uh, in uh, Gurgaon, there was Friday prayers on the streets, on the roads. Then there was an international issue of out of that. But in Ramadan, entire UP, they did not have a single namaz on the streets. Without any force, without any protest, without any use of force. Yogiji is doing a wonderful thing. Other states should follow him. And I think that it is a tough time when you are facing an international conspiracy. 
aided by now for example china what china is doing china ke ke piche reh ke war karta hai uh, on uh, last week there was a conference in united nations united nations security council has made a committee committee on terrorists of al qaeda and isis so india and usa put uh, a, a name abdul rahman makki who masterminded 261128 to so india and usa put this name in front of this committee to declare him a global uh, terrorist he is already declared terrorist in usa's books and in um, india's books now uh, 1st june the, uh, the committee started working 14 june india and usa put this name and immediately china put it on hold and china said no 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 we cannot put him on terrorist list what the hell china has to do with these things he is a con- confirmed terrorist everyone knows that he is a terrorist abdul Mak- rahman makki of uh, lashkar e taiba he runs many terrorist camps in afghanistan and pakistan so china also is involved in this left media think tanks of west are involved in this this is an international conspiracy but i'm sure prime minister narendra modi will overcome it no your your uh, you know your optimism is absolutely fantastic you definitely give direction you are exposing the truth of international conspiracy against india which is what we all know aur aapne jo pehle baat kahi thi ki you know <clears throat> whether it is a you know 370 or farmers strike you know india needs change india needs change india needs transformative practices to come in place and what i have heard about it that the global conspiracy is that anything modi does attack him on three points on minority attacks that modi is anti minority because he is working of integrating kashmir into india 370 abrogation caa gives him makes him propaganda pura kar diya ki he is anti islam second when economic reforms happen कोई ना कोई ग्रुप तो होगा जो कि ना खुश होगा उसको उसको बवाल उठाओ वहां पे यू नो क्रिएट अ रकस इन दैट ग्रुप लेट टू विदड्रॉल ऑफ फार्मर्स बिल एंड यू नो वी नाउ नो दैट 90% ऑफ द फार्मर्स बेनिफिटेड फ्रॉम इट बट दे डिड नथिंग ऑन दैट शाहीन बाग हैपेंड फार्मर्स एजिटेशन हैपेंड अब ये अग्निपथ कर रहे हैं सो इकोनॉमिक चेंज ही इज डूइंग ट्रिपल तलाक किया every every transformational change modi ji is doing is being branded as anti minority hr violation human rights violation and the third one which is corollary of that is that he is a hindutva guy and india is becoming a hindutva nation right abhi aapne dekha hoga ki in the entire western media there is a bogus canard being raised that muslims and minorities are going to face an imagined genocide in 2020 by 2024 what do you think is the implication of that are the people trying to break india to fulfill their democratic aspirations and there are countries that will recognize their democratic aspiration that is a bigger conspiracy what must happen about that how does an average sanatani average hindu and local uh, you know people globally must deal with that scenario uh, well everyone has to play their part um, 
the problem with hindus is that that they think that it is not our duty it is sarkar's duty to do everything and our duty is to just say what is modi doing what right. modi is doing this is not the way we have to learn from pakistanis pakistanis world over the whole demonstration the whole protest they meet their local mps senators congressmen regularly they brief them with their fake propaganda against india on kashmir on minorities on whatsoever but indians we will rarely hear that a indian common indian living in uh, west meets his mp or oh, even if he meets his mp he will discuss local issues of uh, if he is in america he will discuss with the senator local issues but never speak about india because they say that oh, i am american national so now i don't have to speak about india now india is matrabhumi india is your janmabhumi matrabhumi your country no doubt i have a french nationality i hold my all sympathies all my love for my country france no doubt about it and france has given me a lot but the problem is that france is not facing these kind of issues india my matrabhumi my country of origin india is facing all these things so that's why i am speaking uh, mr vivek agnihotri last sunday held a protest in uh, london why he had a very successful movie he could go to hawaii have a very good vacation but he came to europe to explain the world situation of hindus that you explained also that uh, there is a propaganda that there will be a genocide against muslims and that and that what about all the genocides happen against hindus why nobody is speaking about it now day before yesterday us uh, state department spokesperson said that we condemn bjp's two leaders doing blasphemy now i would say that that uh, spokesperson of state department he himself is doing blasphemy because he is condemning a hadith quoted by nupur sharma because nupur sharma said nothing else than a quoting a hadith so if you are condemning nupur sharma you are condemning a hadith and that is blasphemy according to islam so first they should see and the same us uh, spokesperson never condemned israelis killing palestine now listen i agree with israel i support israelis killing any terrorist and terrorists are from palestine hamas and all al fatah and all these things they have all right to kill their terrorist but usa never condemns them so why here in india where they have burnt trains they are pelting stones on everyone on mandirs and everything in pakistan in last two weeks three mandirs have been broken destroyed by uh, terrorists islamic extremists why there is no condemnation of that there are average 1000 hindu girls and uh, women kidnapped in pakistan gang raped for forcefully converted and then forcefully married to their rapist nobody is condemning that nupur sharma narrates a hadith and you are condemning it it means that it shows you want india to come in your camp because usa is insisting india to leave russia to condemn russia don't buy petrol from them and come to our camp and prime minister uh, foreign minister jay shankar ji about 3 days back has said that we have our own on camp 
we will not join any other camp we have good relationship with everyone in this world and we want to keep our independent identity so india is not pakistan don't con- treat india like a pakistan pakistan is a beggar state pakistan is totally depending on uh, international aid international donations and all these things pakistan is totally dependent on west that's why pakistan is following their dictation india is a self made country there are four major industries in the world food arms it medicines pharmaceutical all these four india is self sufficient india does not need anyone's help it does not mean that india want to remain isolated india wants good relationship with everyone that's why india is in quad india is in brics india is in i2u2 which will be created during president biden's next next month's visit in saudi arabia and now the beauty of this i2u2 there are four countries one is christian usa one is jews israel one is muslim united arab emirates and one is secular india but majority hindu state 85% hindus this is the beauty that entire religions of the world are in one umbrella so i think india's importance they know and they want to bring india under pressure but they don't know this uh, gentleman from uh, gandhi nagar uh, gujarat mr narendra modi he can sustain all the pressures it is not new for him he was declared butcher of gujarat in 2002 so it is 20 years that he is uh, used to uh, face this kind of protests and this kind of pressures and he is a very strong guy he will come out of it and he will bring india out of it you i you know you said something very nice about narendra ji uh, narendra modi ji the prime minister because three terms as gujarat chief minister he has seen it all jis tarah se the way congress party tried to demolish him you know you know visa ban and all the things that they did he has survived all of it now it's the second term of the prime ministership going on so he has been in the leadership role for a long time so he knows how to handle the pressure but there is an element that we must talk about as his well wishers and as his supporters you know that's very important we are both supporters of narendra modi ji that do you think ever since i have said this once with sanjay dikshit ji on the show ki ever since he announced sabka sabka uh, vishwas sabka prayas sabka saath sabka saath sabka vikas was great but jis din se he has added sabka vishwas sabka prayas he has lost in what we call in america he has lost his mojo he has become weak since then that reflects for unexplained reasons why he did not do anything in shahin bagh did not do he pulled back the farmers bill because of pressure and the opposition to modi indulges in violence as a way to negotiate violence is the only way to negotiate with modi because as you rightly said unko election mein nahi hara sakte hain ye so as a result of which they are creating a frustration in even modi supporters even modi supporters have begun to openly condemn and 
say that he's not doing anything. So, how do you think Prime Minister Modi must retain his base? So while the Hindus are getting angry, people are getting critical of him, and violence is increasing for anything that he tries to do. This is a very peculiar situation. What must Mr. Modi do to show he has a right to worry about everybody else? Like I said in my last commentary last week, if you had time to comment on Shabana Azmi ki thevne mein chot lagi to in accident, and you had nothing to say for the Pujaris being brutally killed in Maharashtra, what, how do you explain that to ordinary people who are concerned about you? Why did you do that? And as his well-wishers, I want to ask this question. Because what we say, what we do is visible to everybody in the world at any given point in time. How do we address that? Well, uh, uh, I'm not a representative of him, so I cannot give... No, a, we, not, none of us are. None of us are. Yeah. As a commentator, we yes, can yes. Uh, see things in uh, different directions. Um, uh, for example, he commented on Shabana Azmi. Uh, well, uh, if you uh, follow, if you are following Prime Prime Minister Narendra Modi, he always uh, keeps engaged with celebrities. Shabana Azmi, not a, as a critic, but as a celebrity, he treated like any sportsman winning any medal. He will immediately call him. No other prime minister does this. Uh, no other country's prime minister does this. But he immediately calls Indians hockey, women hockey team. He immediately calls. Right. Tarah, he keeps uh, involved uh, like he met Shah Rukh Khan, Amir Khan a couple of years back. He, he keeps engaging with the celebrities. Now, coming to the point that he never spoke about violence against Hindus in Bengal, in Maharashtra. Now, that becomes a point, a political thing, I think. Because then you are creating a war with your state governments in Maharashtra and uh, Bengal. And uh, then uh, one knows very well that in Maharashtra and in Bengal, Hindus are in majority. So what do these Hindus are doing? It is duty of Hindus also to self-defend because uh, our Bhagwan's uh, Shri Ramji or Shri Krishanji or Shivji or anyone if you see his uh, their idols, they never, or if you go through their teachings, they never indulge anyone into violence. They never provoke anyone to do violence, to at attack people and these things. But all their idols, they have arms in their hands, which is to show to their followers, the Hindus, that defense is your duty. Right. You have to defend yourself. Now, problem is that when there comes any issue of Hindus, does anyone come out? Does anyone even come to protest? Does anyone come to show solidarity? Now, for example, Nupur Sharma, an Indian woman, speaks about Islam and Muslims of entire world are united on the streets. Now, in Pakistan, three mandirs were vandalized. How many Hindus came to the streets? How many Hindus protested even on social media. They even don't care about it. Who will take care of them? Nobody else will come. You are mother uh, motherland of Hindus. And you live in majority here. So Hindus themselves are also to blame for these things. They have to be strong. Their voice is not heard. Nupur Sharma's issue brings entire Islamic countries, entire 
Muslim population united. But so many atrocities going on in on Hindus. Now, for example, not this Friday, the Friday before when there was there was a stone pelting uh, on Nupur Sharma's issue. Tell me, there was a mandir uh, in uh, in uh, Ranchi in uh, Jharkhand. Yes. Hanuman mandir was destroyed, pelted stones. It wasn't it duty of Hindus to protest? Uh, Akbaruddin Avesi used such an ugly language against Hindu Bhagwans. How many times we went to Akbaruddin Avesi's home to protest? Because we said that oh, we are not like them. Right. Then uh, you have to face this. You have to you have to fight the war with them. I don't say that attack them. I don't say they use the violence. But at least we have a right to defend ourselves. This is my point. I think I totally agree with you on this, that somewhere along the line, we have to reduce that government will do everything, that Modi must do everything. People have to take issues in hand. And this is a very important thing for all Hindus all over the world to recognize that the enemy is coming to cut your throat. If you don't defend yourself, nobody else will. And that's very important. And, uh, you know, this is a critical issue. I mean, we, we have to look at it from this point of view that we are, you know, Indians are the most peace-loving immigrant community anywhere in the world. Isn't it so? We are not a law and order problem anywhere in the world. Yet, we are under attack as an evil force. Think about it. So if we don't rise up and if we don't contest, nobody is going to do it on our behalf. So this is a clarion call to all people that begin to assert yourself. Begin to be who you are. Don't try to be what you are not. You know, Mahabharata and Ramayana openly say that whenever dharma is threatened, you have to rise and you have to assert yourself. And you rightly pointed out that all the gods and goddesses have peace and instrument all together. Shastra and Shastra both go together. So it's time for us to arise. So Arifji, your international conspiracy, you know, that is very important. It looks like everybody has a, India has become a hunting ground. I would say happy hunting ground for everybody. You become you, you are allowed all the freedoms are free to you. All the freedoms are free to you there. But here there is a consequence. But interesting thought even Canadian Prime Minister brought about emergency rule to destroy the truckers' strike. I had asked a very big famous ten, uh, reporter, Terry Melvisky, here on this show. What do you think about that? And Terry said. This was his constitutional obligation to the people of Canada. And he defended that. I asked him this question. Terry, what would you have said if Modi had done this, brought about emergency? What would you have said? He said, Modi needs to do what he must do. That's the point which I'm trying to say. We use the arguments for the convenience. And then we use the same thing to blame somebody else. How do we, as journalists, as TV people, reach out to people to inspire them? You have to get up and act. There is no option. 
what must happen for that rifji dekhe the problem is that when we criticize modi ji sabka saath sabka vikas sabka vishwas we forget that india happens to be a secular country as per constitution and in secular countries secular since 1975 after the emergency fund exactly but in secular countries like canada like usa they also say keep saying that sabka saath sabka vishwas sabka vikas everyone is together everyone's trust and this and that uh, modi ji the day he will know that 85% hindus are united and behind him he will bring revolution but he knows that uh, very few hindus are united and most of them are also uh, social media's lions they only uh, do their activities on social media now for example uh, after vivek ji's uh, trip to U- uh, england there were some hindus in london they contacted me and they said that we want to create a group and we want to do some activities and this and that for hindus i said most welcome i am uh, trying to convince hindus to do to defend their religion their uh, country wherever they live now we gathered together and we wanted to do a rally for nupur sharma and half of them ran away they said oh job i will lose my job if i will do this i said when 10000 pakistanis are doing protest against india in london they don't fear that they, they they will lose their jobs now because it is islamophobic because nupur sharma is declared islamophobic i said this is what you have to defend that it is not islamophobia the word islamophobia is nothing but bullshit sorry for my language there is no islamophobia in the world there is hindu phobia which is going on where is islamophobia when you say that osama bin laden a muslim was a terrorist is it islamophobic it is not when you talk about islamic terrorism they say oh it is islamophobia so this is this is the way modi ji is uh, aware that hindus are not united when uh, citizen amendment act came it was to safeguard the human rights and lives of hindus right. sikhs and buddhist of afghanistan pakistan bangladesh now who was protesting dipika padukan vishal dadlani swara bhaskar i mean uh, more than half were uh, protesters were hindus so this is the problem now you, your question about we journalist what should we do our duty is to bring awareness our duty is to bring situation to the people and convince people that come out i don't say they do protest like them but at least raise your voice show your solidarity to nupur sharma and show your solidarity to your leader to your government now for example when modi ji will bring unite uh, uniform civil code do you think only muslims will protest more non muslims will be protesters than hindus why how modi ji now modi ji surrendered in front of farmers that is that was a shock for me also but then i tell to myself that arif ajakia you are sitting in your room in front of your computer and doing all this politics think about the man who is running a country of 135 uh, uh, 1.35 billion people 
think of a per person who is leading a country where there are 900 different languages where there is every religion of the world is in, in india you have the largest muslim minority there are only two other countries which has more muslims than india you have you have to put yourself in in the situation of uh, prime minister narendra modi where he is facing international leaders also he is going to conferences he has to reply to people so we have to sometimes understand and then think of uh, why he surrendered uh, farmers move was because that after one year of blockade of delhi now delhi is your capital then traffic from punjab haryana himachal up i mean entire area was blocked for one year not few days so after all then he had to decide in better uh, fed and in uh, he did he surrendered i will use word surrendered but he did it to bring things under control and now i don't see any chance that they will succeed in this agnipat thing because every retired army personnel has supported this initiative and they have, they say that it is in good good thing it is a good thing so i don't think now that that will happen but the question is not agnipat last week there was no agnipat the week before there was no agnipat four weeks before there was no nupur sharma but things are happening on regular basis so this is this shows that it is an international international conspiracy by west uh, think tanks and media left media now what the hell washington post has to do with india that every week they are writing about modi hindutva and all these things why they are not writing about pakistan where they, daily there is something happening why they are not speaking about afghanistan where uh, yesterday they attacked a gurdwara and with clear message that you we want sikhs to leave afghanistan a very huge minority of sikhs and hindus was living in afghanistan slowly they disappeared last year 14 august when taliban took over afghanistan there were 30000 hindus and sikhs now there are only 30 families and after this blast most of them also will will leave why you are not uh, safeguarding their rights have you seen any article by new york times or washington post that pakistan backed terrorists in afghanistan have wiped off minorities you never speak about all these things and you always keep saying things about modi hindutva hindu extremism and while sanatan is an inclusive all philosophy of life sanatan has never attacked anyone show me any any group of people who don't belong to sanatan will were killed by sanatanis there is no evidence in history that at least 10 people together were killed because of the religion by sanatanis but you will have evidences of maybe hundreds of genocides by invaders like muslims and uh, europeans portuguese in goa and dutch came here french came here british came here and muslims kept coming here even during british time there were uh, there were uh, attacks by ahmed shah abdali and afghans so we have always faced these uh, uh, invaders and we have faced these ideologies 
now in pakistan there is a there, there is a social media campaign that ghazwai hind is near since last two weeks they are talking about it ghazwai hind is near prepare yourself this is the time to show to your prophet your god allah that we are ready to fulfill that unfinished uh, agenda of uh, muslim islamization of india nobody speaks about it have you ever read an article in any western newspaper about ghazwai hind which is a, an ideology promoted uh, promoted and propagated by entire pakistan even muslims in india have the, uh, this uh, poison in their minds uh, often we listen to any mullah giving his sermon that we it is our duty to convert uh, hindus to islam and it is this and that what the hell is this nobody is speaking about it why do you think is you know this is this is what worries me actually you know like uh, you know we talk about vedic philosophy wisdom and all the ancient wisdom sitting in india but when it comes to action we evaporate very few and the ones who take action we blame them and modi ji is one such example the man is taking actions to change economy change political uh, necessities social uh, inequities and each one of them he is attacked as a hindutva minority abuser and and you know doesn't uh, human rights violation what is this global conspiracy against india all about because is india an unfinished business you know starting with the mughal and the british colonization of india are we still an unfinished business that the entire conspiracy i mean you brought out brilliant points that nobody is talking about ghazwai hind and other things about india no media talks about no international media talks about is it a, india become a loot that everybody wants to come and loot in their own way and we are just passive people looking at somebody to do it but not do anything ourselves abhi aapko aapne dekha hoga kal ek video aaya tha yesterday a video came of somebody in the us or somewhere openly talking about that all muslims must boycott patel brothers grocery store because patel brothers is a gujarati place they are hindu to people and not buy funnily enough Six months ago or so, I had said that every Hindu must object to Patel brothers stocking even wheat, dal, rice as halal products. You know, people said, "Oh, it is their freedom to do business wherever." This is the Hindus talking. But when a Muslim says so, the question becomes, "It is his right to do that." So it is a very funny situation. They are able to exercise their right, and we can't exercise our own right. Where what? is in the hindu dna or the mindset that we do not protest of course itna ho raha hai i mean i must say this in social media nupur sharma ke naam pe kafi unity aayi hai now people are saying this far and no further we can't tolerate this nonsense but can it galvanize look kashmir files ke example lijiye people have come to know the truth about kashmir files but there is no galvanization that you know we will not let it happen again that's the point which worries me and you have very rightly said that it has to be by every individual to take an action 
where must it begin from dekhe hamare sath masla ye hai ke humne 1200 saal muslim invasion ko face kiya hai aur jab islamic invasion hua and then uh, when there were muslim rule in certain states of india the ruler was muslim the state ruler was muslim the qazi judge was always a muslim the hawaldar was muslim so we hindus we became a slave mental slave because for example i am a hindu living in gujarat somewhere where muslim is ruling now uh, if i have a problem with my muslim neighbor i will not fight with him because i know that if if i fight with him he will kill me and law will not say anything to him because he is a muslim killed hindu and if i will kill him my entire family will be killed because i killed a muslim if the thing goes to police police is muslim uh if the thing goes to court qazi is muslim so slowly during these invaders period we hindus become became mental slave now there was a chance in 1947 that we could get rid of this slavery when the uh, partition of india done on the basis of two nation theory that muslims and hindus cannot live together so they should have separate states muslim got separate state hindus did not get separate state because if muslim had an islamic republic of pakistan why did not hindus have hindu rashtra logic says that when a country is divided on religion on the basis of religion two nation theory one becomes muslim then one should become hindu and if india would have become a hindu rashtra things would have settled very beautifully because muslim would have known that we had a choice to go to our islamic country now we are living here as a minority and we have to accept hindu rule because we divided this country on the basis of religion but at that time the political leadership of india did some blunders intentionally or not intentionally i was not there so i cannot comment on it but they did not create a hindu rashtra here then an appeasement silsila shuru ho gaya yeah minister of education muslim president muslim hajj board hajj house waqf board um, places of worship act hajj subsidy masjidon ko chawal ja rahe hain ramzanon mein i mean you started doing did you see any appeasement to hindus in pakistan rather there was a genocide but you by saying that no this is not our sanatani philosophy are sanatani philosophy ko pehle samjho sanatani philosophy mein sabko barabar rights diye jate hain ye nahi ki kisi ko khush karne ke liye aap majority ka satyanas kar rahe ho to ye bada galat hua घर गली के नुक्कड़ पे आपने मजार बनने दिए बनना तो इसको हिंदू राष्ट्र चाहिए था हर गली के नुक्कड़ पे तो मंदिर होना चाहिए था लेकिन आपने हर प्लेटफॉर्मों पे हर गली के चौराहे पे मैं इंडिया गया मैं देख के हैरान रह गया इतने मजार तो पाकिस्तान में नहीं है विच इज एन इस्लामिक स्टेट लेकिन आप चले जाए केपी के में आपको हार्डली कोई दो चार मजार मिलेंगे पूरे प्रोविंस में 
या तो मैं जूनागढ़ में गया तो मैं जूनागढ़ आई वॉक्ड हर थोड़ी देर बाद एक मजार आ रहा है हर कोने पे एक मजार है कबर बना के बैठे हुए हैं ये ग्लैंड ग्रेबिंग है नथिंग एल्स तो ये आप लोग तो सर ये गलतियां जो है ना ये उस वक्त की सरकार के पास पूरे चांस था आज अगर ये इंडिया हिंदू राष्ट्र 1947 से होता ना तो आज मामला करेक्ट हो जाते और दुनिया को बोलने की हिम्मत नहीं होती आज दुनिया इसलिए बोल रही है कि आपने सिक्युलरिज्म का लिबादा ओढ़ा हुआ है यू हैव कवर्ड योरसेल्फ अंडर ए फैक्ट सिक्युलरिज्म विच इज नॉट सेक्युलर बट आई डोंट हैव ए हज हाउस हियर इन इंग्लैंड विच इज अक्युलर कंट्री सेक्युलर कंट्री आई डोंट हैव ए वक्फ बोर्ड हियर I don't have a separate. I, as a Muslim, cannot get four times married here. My second marriage is a crime here. But what kind of secularism India is? Secularism में तो सबका लो बराबर होता है. Secularism में appeasement कहाँ से आ गई? भाई यहाँ पे किसी को कोई मुसलमान को appeasement नहीं मिली हुई. यहाँ पे सरकार कोई मदरसे नहीं चला रही. आपके यहाँ लाखों मदरसे चला रही है सरकार. हिंदू टेक्स्ट प्लेयर्स के पैसे पे तो सिस्टम को करेक्ट करने के लिए एक आदमी आया है उसको आप चलने ही नहीं दे रहे हो उसके पीछे लेके शुरू हो जाते हो अपना सेक्युलरिज्म की पिपोड़ी बजाने के लिए नहीं 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 नहीं, नहीं भारत की खूबसूरती अवर डाइवर्सिटी इज अवर ब्यूटी अबे डाइवर्सिटी थी तो फिर डिवाइड क्यों किया कंट्री को अगर डाइवर्सिटी वॉज इंपोर्टेंट देन वाई डिड यू एक्सेप्ट दार्टिशन ऑफ इंडिया This is my question to Congress leadership. That in June 1947, you accepted Lord Mountbatten's uh, formula of dividing India on the basis of religion. Where was your diversity at that time? Why did not you say that India is a diversity, and our beauty rests in our diversity? At that time, you kept quiet. You said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay." When you accept the partition of India on the basis of religion, why India was not declared a Hindu rashtra? This is the basic question we should ask to Congress first. That is that was so powerful. बहुत सच्चाई कही आपने that when we live under a false image of secularism, but you know you are very right that somewhere along the line, Congress Party was never pro-Hindu. They were always anti-Hindu. Everything was done to appeasement. So coming to these couple of things that can be done. पास्ट में जो हुआ वी कॉन्ट अंडू इट बट वी कैन चेंज द ट्रैफिक नाउ वी कैन चेंज द ट्रैफिक कंडीशन नाउ और आज की तारीख में आई बिलीव इंडिया मस्ट कंटेस्ट बिकॉज वर्ल्ड लव स्ट्रॉन्ग लीडर्स चाइना अपनी मर्जी से सारा कुछ करता है डजेंट गिव अ डैम फॉर ह्यूमन राइट एक्सेशन बाय द वेस्ट ट्रूडो डज वॉट ही फील्स लाइक German chancellor says that if you want peace in Ukraine you have to talk to Putin. Biden does what he wants. Why isn't Modi doing what he wants and he did a lot of things in all fairness to him. I admire him. At the same time we have to also say that aapne apni kamzoriyon ko kyon aage aane diya. You know this is very important. Um, you know America mein jo slang hai a man has got to do what he got to do. Karna hai to karna hai. that is very important and i think in my opinion it begins that no more policy of appeasement because it is a failed policy number 1 number 2 is that another thing which comes to my mind is that 
somewhere along the line, the freedom of religion has been abused in India. Conversion, in my opinion, Arifji, is a sin against God's original intent. Bhagwan, agar sabse bada jadugar hai, to usne Arif bhai ko Arif banaya, vibhuti jha ko vibhuti jana, ye ulta bhi ho sakta tha. Lekin nahi hua waise. So, who am I to tell Arif that you become a Christian, Albert or, or, you know, Ashok? And why must I change? So, is freedom of religion a bogus concept? In my opinion, it seems to me more and more. Can India take a bold step? No more conversion on the basis of religious persuasion and inducement, but only if you want to choose, become whatever you want to become, no, no problem. Should India take that bold step? Saudi Arabia has banned Tablighi Jamaat, the birthplace of Islam, the place where Islam was originated. <clears throat> the Quran is an Arabic book. Arabic is language of Saudi Arabia. The Prophet Muhammad belongs to that land. They banned Tablighi Jamaat. Why can't we? Why do we need tablig? If Islam is so correct a religion, without tablig, people will join it. If Islam is not correct as a religion, if tablig people will not. In uh, last week, I was hearing a Muslim always uh, sermon in Karachi, his mosque, and he was saying that youth of Pakistan are very fast leaving Islam. And this is ground reality because of its fake ideologies coming out, its jihad and so-called these things. I remember I have a video of Inzumamul Haq, Pakistan cricket's ex-captain. Mm -hmm. And he said that uh, once we were playing with West Indies and I told to my guys, my team men, that go and bring Brian, Brian Lara and we will try to give him some Islamic education. So they brought uh, Brian Lara to Pakistani dressing room and they started telling him that Islam is this and this, this is the message of Islam and this and that and so beautiful things. And in the end, uh, they were looking at Brian Lara and Brian Lara said, okay, can you show me one Muslim with these qualities that you are explaining? <laughs> and Inzimam said, I was ashamed because we could not bring one Muslim with these qualities. So this is the, the situation that Tablighi is a fake propaganda, nothing else. And I think that conversion, this is the beauty of Sanatan that they, they, they don't ask anyone to convert. Because I'm in this business uh, since so many years and never a Hindu came to me and said that, Arif Bhai, please convert to Hinduism. It is, Sanatan says, this is your personal uh, issue. You believe in whichever goals, believe in humanity first. And that is your duty. Take care of your plants, your animals, your atmosphere, your climate, which your scientist is say, asking you today. That have uh, bio uh, product, have uh, save your uh, planet, climate change, this and that. Your scientist is saying this today. Your Sanatan was saying this 5,000 years back. So Sanatan is to entirely, entirely a different philosophy of life. And uh, I think that uh, there should be an embargo on conversion. Free conversion, okay. 
like i i always say that love jihad is wrong but intercommunal marriages is okay yeah. right now if one of my child wants to marry a christian or a hindu or a sikh or any other religion man this is not my problem this is not my issue and the person whom they are marrying should be a good person whichever religion he belongs so intercommunal marriages i am against but love jihad one sided only marriages i am against it the same way i am against forced conversions or convinced conversions by giving some bribery or some fake narratives and this and that if suddenly somebody wants that ah i think i should be a muslim okay he should study islam and then if he thinks that he should accept islam or same way other around that if a muslim wants that i am fed up of islam and i i'm i want to join hinduism he is free to study hinduism and then join but muslim say that murtad ki saza sartan se juda one who leaves islam has to be beheaded so this is one sided thing conversion which is wrong first bring a fatwa by islamic uh, clerics that yes a muslim also can leave islam then you allow Uh, conversions but they say that no a muslim cannot leave islam then why do you bring others to your uh, islam then that's one sided so yes there should be ban on tablig and uh, conversion i i'm so glad we agree on this point the other issue you brought out very correctly and i i want to piggyback on that is respect and dignity you know you know like you said if hindus have to be converted there has to be equal rights for muslims to change their this thing you can't have a death by sartan se juda as a philosophy agar islam chhodoge to tumhara sartan se juda ho jayega that is what is i feel that we must begin to ask reciprocity demanding reciprocity from everybody around the world it's very critical if we you know respect is a two way traffic you give respect you get respect if you don't give respect you have a vehicle clash if in a one way traffic nahi hota hai waisa that is the issue which is very important nupur sharma is a classic example she did not invent a story she only quoted from a text if you have objection to the text which zakir nayak and others have openly talked about it so you know why can't this be accepted and this is something that we have to begin to ask so freedom of religion conversion and uh, you know demanding respect is key to understanding the other side of the story one one more thing that i wanted to ask is it is about european part of it because a lot of indians uh, live hindus live in europe too now i notice one thing very interesting is that europe has been culturally invaded and europe ka bahut bada culture hai football English Premier League, French League, La Liga, Spain, May, and every other league. You see, big teams have been bought over. You know, when Manchester United was to be bought over, some there was so much of fan resistance that did not allow Aramco to take it over. Otherwise, Arsenal, Chelsea, you know, Manchester United, Manchester City would be all teams representing Middle East. So Newcastle was bought over by Saudi. do you think is a very grand plan to make a cultural 
influence of the world from one side or the other. And this, this particular war between Christianity and Islam, we are becoming victims. We are a spoil. Are we ending up as a, you know, in between the clash of two civilizations? Yes, I have also this um, uh, fear in my mind. Living in London, I see that uh, we are no more uh, having British values here. And uh, in major cities of London, there are Muslim mayors in Bradford, in Birmingham, in London, Manchester. Mayors are Muslims. It means that the local uh, indigenous British have left cities and moved to urban areas. And I have read a report that there are some thousands of Muslims, uh, British uh, indigenous people who have migrated to Scandinavia and uh, Germany. Now, this is not the way. The same uh, thing is happening like in India. Appeasement, appeasement is he happening here also. And uh, for example, uh, British far-right parties, uh, leaders, they continuously say that uh, when you come to this culture, you have to adopt this culture because you have come here. We have not come to your country. For example, a non-Muslim living in Saudi Arabia or Pakistan, in Ramadan, he has to respect Ramadan. He cannot eat or drink in front of others during the Ramadan period and all these things. Mm -hmm. The same way then Muslims should respect local values and local cultures here. Correct. Uh, there is a um, Katy. Katy is a far-right leader here. And she once said that Islam is not compatible with other cultures. They cannot get together with other cultures. Because Islam says that Diwali ki barfi khana haram hai. Viputi Jaji ko salam alaikum kehna haram hai. Well, this kind of things, it means that, that Islam does not allow you to mingle with the local or any other culture, any other religion. Then a child who goes to madrasa for the first time, the, the, te the teachings he gets is that Islam is in danger. Everyone is enemy of Islam. So since beginning, the mind of a Muslim builds up with a narrative that everyone in the world who is not Muslim is your enemy. So culturally, they, they don't adopt to local cultures. So I think that before accepting any other culture, first ask that culture to accept you. Right. This should be the way. That's so, so, so correct. Uh, you know, I mean, it is a fascinating conversation we have had today because action is required, response is required. If you do not respond, then you get eaten up. Then you are taken for granted. Now we are coming to the end of the show. We have two questions from here, RFG. One is uh, Mr. AJ is asking, real power is when someone in U.S., presses a button on their keyboard and transfers money to their proxies for a street veto in India, plus buy social media marketing to provide psychological hate terror cover. It's a, it's a very interestingly veiled question. And, uh, you know, it is probably referring to one 
megalomaniac billionaire who committed $1 billion fund to destabilize Modi and uh, Hindutva in India. Why is it nobody's taking action against that and nothing has happened about it? Well, in details, we spoke about this. Uh, in details, we spoke about this in the discussion that the, it is an in, international conspiracy. Uh, you know, uh, India once had 25% GDP of the world. Yes. India has been a historically very strong Soneki Chidiya country. That's right. That's why so many invasion, invasions happened here. Correct. And in 1947, when it was divided, the basic reason was that India could become the bigger superpower than USA in 25 years if it was uh, independent as a one country. So it was divided. And today also the West, they might be showing that you, they are your friends, but they fear that India will overtake them if they have a leadership. Because India did not have a good leadership until a few years back. Yes, yes. So that's why India could not meet its potential. Now India is Atmanirbhar Bharat. India used to import bullets and bulletproof jackets from abroad. Now India is making its fighter jets, its aircraft carrier, and it's everything India is making locally. So India is progressing so fast that they are afraid. And even David Cameron, just today, this morning, he said, ex-British Prime Minister, that next few decades will be India's decades. Just today, he said, David Cameron. Because they know that the way India is moving ahead, India can look, Russia, USA and Europe, they don't have natural resources. They are surviving on the loot of colonization. Like America, nobody knows how much they looted from Libya, Iraq and all these things. Because they were ruling that countries. So they are ruling on the wars colonizations and these things. But India has has a natural resources. India has skilled manpower. India has a heritage. So India has all potentials to become the bigger biggest power of the world. So maybe this is the reason that everybody is uh, against India. We have, uh, we have come to the end of our time and we have two questions from the same gentleman, AJ. Uh, Vibhutiji, I have a show at 9 India time and she is calling me again and again. Okay, so we'll just address these two and I want to thank all viewers. Satyamev Jayate, AJ ka do sawal hai, short answer de dijiye. Ki is in the US-India policy anti-Hindu policy in disguise? So that is important. And second one he asks is that this mental slavery is by design. Why will US, why won't US, especially Republicans, not stop psychological war via newspapers or think tank reports or social media? That's a question to me. We will we'll take care of that. So why do you think the US India policy is anti-India policy? Actually, uh, what my reading is about Americans is that Americans, they don't common American. They don't know anything outside about outside uh, America. They don't bother to uh, think about uh, outside the politics of America. Even the elections in America are held on domestic issues. They don't care where, where is Iraq, where is India, where is Iran. They, more common in Americans are, sorry for the language, but ignorance of international issues. You know, so uh, 
I won't say that Americans are against uh, India because they don't know anything. But there is a political American, which is media, think tanks, and um, <clears throat> organizations, and of course, uh, Republican uh, Democratic parties. I think they, as I explained, that they fear that India can overtake America as a superpower. Not immediately, maybe after 50 years. Because these superpowers always think, think uh, they think about things in advance, 50 years in advance. Yeah. So, and it is uh, normal that a superpower thinks in, ad, uh, in advance. So, uh, maybe because of this fear that after some decades, India will take over us. Because India... Now, what is the most important thing in this world? IT? No. Arms? No. Oil? No. Food? Rice, grains, wheat, uh, vegetable and fruit and dairy. India has surplus in these things. Always. India produces more than its needs. One. Second thing, oil, energy resources. India has very good relationship with Arabian Gulf, with Russia, with South American states. No problem. Because India has trading uh, uh, items for these things. Three, IT. Who is above India in IT? Nobody. Pharmaceutical. Most of the medicines, raw material comes from India. So India has a potential of becoming a superpower. That's why. And India is Hindu. You call it secular country, whatever country. Who is contributing in India's GDP? Hindus. Who are taxpayers? 85 to 90% Hindus. Sikhs are very few. They might be con contributing according to their population, but they are 2% of the population. Parsis are very less, though they are contributing more than population. But Hindus... They are 85% of the population and they are contributing 90% to national exchequer. So, against India means against Hindu. Modi is a Hindu guy. Yogi is a Hindu guy. Amit Shah, Rajnath, Jay Shankar. So, obviously, if they are against India, they are against Hindus. Very well said, sir. Very well said, sir. And thank you so much for taking extra time at the expense of the other show. And I please apologize on my behalf. And I want to thank all the viewers. Please like, subscribe and support us on Jaipur Dialogue USA. We are new channel. We are trying to build the narrative. Thank you, Ari Bhai, for coming here. Satyamev Jayate. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Jai.